to I Like the Way You Work It, a podcast from your friends at Dateline Digital Printing. At Dateline, we care a lot about taking unusually good care of people and helping them do their very best work. This podcast is a gift to the remarkable people we have the honor of serving. And now, I Like the Way You Work It, with your host, Jeff Welch. everybody, welcome to another episode of I Like the Way You Work It. I'm your host, Jeff Welch, and today I am sharing a conversation that I just had with Tina Ferringer and Stephanie Woodard of FNH Fitness. Tina is the owner and founder, Stephanie is the marketing manager, and the two of them, let me just tell you, a lot of energy, uh, so fantastic to get to sit down and to uh, hear their passion for the work they're doing. And then we talked about how they work on building a community, how they have coped with adversity, uh, getting an organization off the ground, dealing with things that have uh, have gone wrong along the way, and what it means to help people change and, and the power and impact they are having in the lives of their clients. And then ideally, you know, beyond just their clients into the community. Fairbanks is lucky to have these two hard at work in our community, raising the bar. And I think that you are absolutely going to hear their passion and energy come through as we share this conversation. You guys having a good day? Yes. Awesome day. It's, it's been a, amazing. It's a pretty day out there. It's beautiful. I was outside hitting some balls with my son. Oh, and- nice. Some golf balls? No, or some, some baseballs. baseballs. Oh, even yes. better. Yes, yeah. That's the best. Yeah. That's the it. very best. It's been a good day. Um, yeah, I, I try not to let the weather dictate it, but it yeah. doesn't hurt when it's sunny. No, <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. So um, you guys, it's kind of a phenomenon what you guys are doing, right? Like it's just, it seemed like all of a sudden, boom, it was happening and it's like just a really, really big deal. So like, tell me like, where, where did this come from? Oh man. Um, so back in September, 2013, uh, it started with a lot of hustle and a dream and passion and purpose. I would say that that's where it kind of formed, um, was this vision that I had to help people. And that's always been my vision um, since I was very young. I just want to help people get to the next level. And I've always done it through fitness. So, um, yeah, that's where it started. Uh, I was hired on at Fort Wainwright to be an instructor and a personal trainer. And the same day I got hired, I got fired. So from adversity always comes growth. And it was right after I had my son and I was devastated, you know, obviously just getting back into the workforce. And um, in that moment, I knew. It's time. I've always had this dream to own my own studio. Uh, I already had a vision of what it would be like and look like and feel like and smell like. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I didn't really know where to start. So I started throwing my business plan together, uh, made it very comprehensive. And I love business. Mm -hmm. It just totally fires me up. So... Um, it just kind of came natural. And then I just started grinding, you know, I, once I make a decision, it's going to happen. Um, and I will figure it out. I'll figure it out. I mean, that's just it. She will. I can make a testament to that. (laughs) I do not play. Yeah, no. And, uh, so that's how it started. And it started in a little studio in North pole. Mm -hmm. Um, it was really hard to get financing as a first time business owner and we didn't have a lot of money. Um, and so for us, me and my husband, you know, I had to figure out how to do it. 
Yeah. Um, and so I started a lot smaller than I wanted and it was such a blessing. I'm so glad it mm-hmm. happened that way. Yeah. You know, you have this grand idea, but you don't realize that maybe you're not ready yet yeah. for that. Yeah. And we started with five spin bikes and a uh, hand-me-down equipment. Mm-hmm. And then within a year, I think I had already expanded five times yeah. um, into more space. And mm-hmm. then within two years, I don't know how many times we've expanded. It's been a lot. And then we opened Fairbanks and then we've opened Anchorage. So mm-hmm. it's happened at warp speed, I would say. Yeah. Um, and it has been one of the most rewarding and amazing things that we've ever done. So I'm really excited to, to be where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I posted this weekend about sort of the incremental changes that happen over time and yes. how sometimes it's it's easy to not see them and not celebrate them. But yeah. like to go back and think like you five years ago, <laughs> oh my gosh, like what yeah. she would think of the of where you are now, she'd be like, holy cow, yeah. that's what we did? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, with with um, little, little baby wins, mm-hmm. um, your mind just starts to shift and you see what you're capable yeah. of. And I think that... Um, when people are on the journey, yeah, I didn't envision this. I knew that right away my goal and purpose was to help change millions of lives. I didn't know how I was going to do it, if it was going to be through the studios or through whatever it was going to yeah. be. I had no idea, but that is what I know I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so to see it happening is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but it didn't just happen like overnight. Yeah. It's been sure. a lot of growth, a yeah. lot of tears, a lot of heartache, a uh-huh. lot of work, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been small little incremental changes that have gotten my mind to the right space to be where we're at today. Yeah. Um, I mean, you guys definitely have like a flavor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I would imagine that there are some people who are very much like, yeah, we're, we're into that hundred and other people who are like, that's too much for me. (laughs) No. So like (laughs) no one ever. Well, no, I mean, that's the good thing about, um, F and H and what Tina has created is that's one of our mottos actually is um, we create a space for everybody mm-hmm. where everybody can feel successful. Um, you know, you might see our videos of us spinning and sure. and the hip hop music and things like that. And it could potentially be like a little bit much and a turnoff. But once people get into the class, it's for us, it's more than spinning. Yeah. It's an experience. It's a journey. And so, you know, we could have a 60 year old woman who comes in as a matter of fact this morning one of the ladies said this is amazing like I love it because inside of our class it's not about the mute I mean it is about the music but it's about the journey mm-hmm. and so truly it's accessible to all mm-hmm. because like Tina said it's about changing their lives through fitness movement music all of it yeah and so i always tell everybody open up your hearts open up your minds when you walk into this room experience it like let it be an experience because that's what it is it's not a workout yeah like we don't believe that it's just a workout right i I always say and tina does too it's more than a ride on a bike yeah so we're not really kind of at one extreme or the other one if they open up their minds and their mm-hmm. hearts. Mm-hmm. So that's so cool. yeah. In the community, seems like really important to you, like the the community you're building. So um, so I guess where does that come from, and why why is that such an important component of what you're doing? Well, uh, first of all, my purpose and passion is to change lives, and through that, change our community. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think that changing lives, a lot of that is the physical body. Mm-hmm. And so that's always been what I've been passionate about. I was an athlete, sports, all those things. So I feel like if I'm authentic to who I am yeah. and then we create and we bring in other people that are that way, it's going to start having a ripple effect yeah. into the community. And I think that that is what it's all about. And for us, um, we do spend for a cause every year when we're talking mm-hmm. about community yeah. and that came from the idea that I've always wanted to have this business and do this business to give and serve others. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're here to serve, uh, the community maybe look at that and say, wow, you know, I want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And then it just continues to grow. So, um, that just happened naturally being out in the community. Um, because I think people that come in, they see, the purpose and the passion, no matter what music we're playing or Mm -hmm. what we're doing, truly it is about life change. And Mm -hmm. that's what we're really wanting to propel others to go out in the community. We're trying to empower other people Mm -hmm. to do this work, right? Like we're, we're not just doing it. Yeah. It's, it's from the top down for sure, but we want to empower other people um, to believe in themselves and do what they're supposed to be doing because that's what's going to create sure. a healthier community. Yeah, that's awesome. And, yeah. you know, the going off that is the community that we've created inside F&H is yeah. um, we, we really want people to be their true authentic self. That's something that we always tell them. And so it's amazing when you give people a space to be themselves, mm-hmm. to, to come in. We've got doctors, teachers, nurses, athletes, non-athletes, I mean, we've got people from all walks of life that they can walk in and be them. They just have a, a, a minute of just, this is who I want to be. Maybe I can't be her every day, but I'm this superwoman in here. I'm this superman in here. And not only that, but how we build the community inside our studio and inside our classes is through encouragement of others. You know, we really believe, like Tina said, in serving others. So um, we built um, F&H and we, we really believe that when you come in, we want that sense of community. We don't want them to walk in and feel, you know, oh my gosh, yeah. oh, this is intimidating. No. Hey, how are you doing today? Like we really build those relationships and then they build them with each other. These people become families. Yeah. Yeah. And so creating that bond inside our studio really translates and and tina and i were just talking about it we we make them um feel amazing and then they become fans raving fans is what we were just talking about mm-hmm. not raving fans so much of you know f and h even though they do become it but of themselves yeah. and then they go out and they're like listen listen linda <laughs> get it get it listen linda, get it? Oh listen, linda. Is- so like I just experienced this class like and yeah. it, it was so awesome and I felt like this. I want you to feel this way. Mm-hmm. It's not, hey, come to the cycling class. It's I want to share this with my friends because it made me feel like amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's how we kind of create a community inside the gym too. Yeah. yeah. You guys both, you guys are pretty prolific on social media. So that's how, a big, that's a big, how, how has the internet helped you to help people? Um, yeah. Cause it definitely seems like you have a very strong presence. On yeah. Those and, platforms. and let me start. I, I read that question. I thought, Oh, you know, I want to share something about business in this aspect. So, 
Um, I was doing all of our social media for the first couple years um, and kind of learning. I didn't have Facebook before that. Um, I didn't have a smartphone five years ago. (laughs) Like I didn't have a smartphone when I started my business and I thought, okay, I know that this is important. And so I was doing it myself and I knew that I just wanted to be able to change lives. Like what share things that maybe other people are too scared to share. Mm -hmm. Um, Like my husband's battles with addiction or suicide or whatever, whatever it is. I want to be totally transparent because I know I've been given those gifts to change Mm -hmm. lives. Well, it got to a point where in the business, it's very difficult to, to manage everything. Sure. (laughs) So, I really believe that you should hire the best in the business and people that are smarter than you in certain areas. And that's where Stephanie came in for, for our business. And that's been a huge, huge gift. Um, and it's gotten our business to the next level by bringing us somebody that's a specialist in this area that can kind of take this and make it better right mm-hmm. and not being intimidated by somebody that's smarter and sure. better than you yeah. want to surround yourself oh, yeah. with people that help you level up so i'll let steph take this question but if you're in business that's a huge huge learning tool right there don't ever be afraid to give things away mm-hmm. especially to somebody that knows what they're talking about yeah. so go ahead Steph. <laughs> so tina you know i walked into fnh fitness studio way back like three years ago three and a half years ago and I'm a dancer, right, at heart. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what is this? Like, it's amazing. And, you know, um, my background is obviously in the news and, and more like journalism communications. But um, always at heart, it's been because I've wanted to help other people. I wanted to tell their stories. I've wanted to, you know, um, just really use my talent as a as a tool to help others too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I became a raving fan of F and H and what Tina was doing. I was like, this is amazing. And I'm like, I want to shout it out <laughs> to the world. Like you've got to experience this, like, Holy cow. So, um, you know, I started teaching and everything like that. And, um, Tina asked me, you know, <laughs> she said, I don't, I don't, I think we were having a conversation about somebody else coming in and managing. Ooh, yeah. And I said, what, what, what? <laughs> hold on. That, that might be me. And and we never thought it could happen because I loved where I was and my full-time job at Tana Chiefs conference. It was amazing, but she planted the seed as Tina likes to say. And from there, you know, it just felt right. It was like a God thing. It really was like, okay, Steph, like you're meant to use these gifts to help other people in this avenue right and i was like no kicking and screaming absolutely not are you nuts like (laughs) you got a great job what are you doing this is a risk red flag red flag abort mission but i couldn't you know not listen to it so anyways long story short i ended up just jumping in both feet right and truly just taking on that part of fnh and helping tina um translate what we do inside those walls yeah. it's so stinking awesome like just what we have when, going when on when you're there when you're there it's a very important oh experience oh my god like yet, you will cry yeah. you will there it's a journey like yeah. and so i wanted i was just so passionate about sharing it so um truly when you're walking in your purpose like tina said it's e- it's easy you take the tools that you are given and if it's your purpose and you're meant to do it and you're passionate about it it it's easy so all we do honestly, is just be ourselves, mm-hmm. be authentic to who we are at F&H and somehow find a way to harness that 
to communicate that with people through social media, through mm-hmm. the internet, just to share it with them. And truly that's what it is. Like Tina said, sometimes it's not, um, pretty <laughs> sharing our stories, <laughs> yeah. you know, getting vulnerable. Um, and you know, it's been for a cause we've, we've shared a lot of suicide stories and addiction stories and just the things that we share as trainers and instructors, it's hard, but that's where change comes from, yeah. you know? And so just being authentic and really just going off of our gut of what we know to be best for FNH and for our clients is truly what we do on, on social media and just sharing those messages with everybody. Cause we're fired up on it. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell. <laughs> we, we are Sorry. fired. No, up. it's coming through. That's the point. That's, yes. that's what that's, I, I don't have to pull it out. It's right no, there. We got you. Um, so how satisfying is it to work either with a group of people or with like individual personal training clients to see them make these meaningful changes, to oh. see things really change for them. I mean, like as a trainer, all you Crazy. can do is is show them the they have to do the work, right? Yeah. You can't do it for them. Yeah. So to see them make those changes, how so, cool is that? It, it like you know, it's really special because, like I said, we don't really think of it as just physical. You know, we think about it as like a whole belief system Tina came up with this really awesome concept that has become like the foundation of what we do and it's our positive affirmations we've got them all over our walls if you walk into FNH and it's like we out we end our classes with them I am strong I am healthy I am grateful and that is how we kind of handle our clients is it's not just get down get in here and work Mm -hmm. you know it's get in here and change Mm -hmm. get in here and make the choice that you're going to change your life today that means at home with your family, you're going to be more healthy with yourself. So that translates to your spouse, to your children. Like this is, this is life work. Yeah. You know, it's not just a plank. It's a, it's a whole life. Like we connect with our clients on such a level that to me is such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in this business, um, of fitness. I've been a personal trainer for about 15 years. So for me, um, like I said, I got into the business because I wanted to change lives. I thought I was going to be a PE teacher and change mm-hmm. life, kids' lives, mm-hmm. you know, through physical education. And I've always wanted to be a teacher and a coach. And um, and it just kind of manifested in a different way. But I think that on the really hard days, um, you know, I was flying back and forth. And I am again mm-hmm. from Anchorage to Fairbanks. And when I have to be away from my kids and my husband, I think that's those stories. And that is what gives me the strength to actually be able to do this work because you have to sacrifice, you know, people, a lot of times with success don't see the sacrifice. You see the top 10%, not everything you don't see the, when you're at the bottom. Right. Um, so for me, I think that's what actually gets me by and motivates me to become better because I just want to help more people. And so I think, I don't know if I could have done it for this long if there weren't those stories, Yeah, (laughs) you know, of success. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I I gave you guys some notes to prep you, but then I have a couple things. Oh, hit it. Oh yeah. We are off the cuff. Let's play a quick game of this or that. Okay. Okay. Tell me what is that? I'm going to give you two things. <laughs> what is this? You pick like this, this one, one like or the other one. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, I didn't hear you say it again. I, I'm, I'm going to give you two things. You got to pick one. This one or that one. Okay. 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 Let's do it. Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. Biggie. 
Oh, okay. So I'm Tina, a New Yorker. Tina had Tupac. Changes. Okay. I, Changes is my favorite Tupac. I love that it song. It was all a dream. It is. <laughs> and it was all a dream. Yeah. Yeah. I love me some Biggie. And we, you know, we got both of those in the Anchorage studio. Painted. Oh, I'm, yes. My husband yes. painted those. And uh-huh. they're like under. When I put turn on a Biggie song, I turn on the lights. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. You can. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. East Coast, West Coast, baby. Yep. yep. Pizza or burgers? Pizza. Pizza. Okay. More reps or more weight? Ooh. Both. Both. No, I have there to pick is no this both. That. So th- this, uh, th- maybe not your best advice, but if you were going to pick, if you, what's your jam? More reps. I'm an endurance girl. I am too. More reps. Yeah. Because right. you could do it to music. You could just bang them out. Yeah. Okay. Stay up late or wake up early? Stay up late. Well, nowadays I'm wake up early, I but I mean, I say. still have to stay, you I stay still, up late and then both. I get up at four 30. <laughs> I was about to say, you, you seem to be in yeah. a get up early kind of line of business. So. I, my friends I listening, both. grandma Woodard, you knew I was going to pick stay up or I mean, sorry, get up early. Yeah. Girl, you, you were up when I'm up at 11 and we both teach at five 30. I get excited about playlists and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, I, I stay up late. I'm yeah. I need to okay. go to bed earlier. Okay. Uh, Facebook or Instagram. Ooh. Facebook. Insta. Interesting. Nowadays, um, it's it's the shift. It depends too, though, right? Well, yeah, of course. All of these, but are I'm just gonna go with Insta today because you know what's cool. Let me what's tell cool? you something. All right. On Instagram, we are hitting with. So what we do is a lot of like artists. So we love to like, you know, these they are our jams. We literally say, "This is my jam. This is my jam." Mm-hmm. So we can share. It's so cool. We can connect with the artists. Like we've yeah. got Juicy J who just commented on our video the other day because he yeah. saw all of our tribe writing yeah. to his song. Yeah. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. You know, and yeah. then we, we've had several artists who've been like, great job or like regrammed yeah. our people. And yeah. like, so we'll message them like, hey, Nicole, if you're listening, like so-and-so Juicy J thought you were hard. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I like it. I like the connection. Yeah. <laughs> And I think I'm more sentimental and that's why I like Facebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got more of like my, fa- it's just more, yeah. it's more, um, I don't know. Connection. Yeah. More connection for me on Facebook. So that's why I like Facebook more. All right. One more. Okay. Call or text? Text. Text. Yeah. Sorry if I didn't text you back either. I got a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. So I I think that in in setting this up, uh, because Tina, you are... You're not bi-coastal, you're bi-city. Yeah, bi-city. You've got a couple <laughs> different locations that yeah. you are you find yourself in. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting the scheduling set for everybody was kind of tricky. And so I, I, I think we like messaged on Instagram. Instagram. Maybe Messenger. Yes. Uh, email. Like there were a yeah. few different. And I, I definitely find that like if I prefer text messaging yeah. in, in general, because like if the red dot in like Facebook the, Messenger goes away, ooh, you're I, gone. I don't They're know lost. that it ever happens. I agree. You are so lost. I'm, I'm like, in I'm my sorry. text messages all the time, yeah. so I'll, I, I can catch it there. But in Messenger, the blue dot's it's like, gone. I thought I replied. Yeah, sorry. It's like, oh my goodness. Well, and for me, I delegate those now. So yeah. I don't see a lot of the email, sure. Facebook anymore. Yeah. So text to me is more personal. Yeah, you actually get that. I actually get that message. Yeah. So, uh, tell me about the roof caving in. Oh, gee. Oh, sure. God. Flashback. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. I wasn't ready for give you any, Like, trigger you or give you any kind of PTSD. No, here, no but, I no. actually um, love that whole situation. And let me tell you why. I have never felt our community come together, I guess, so quickly. 
um, when that happened for us at F and H. Um, it was so. Let's give a little context. Okay, so, so you, you had a location. Yep, we had that... a location in Fairbanks, um, right off of Pegger, and we had a upstairs downstairs small apartment where we kept our spin bikes and we did our pole fitness upstairs and then we had a big warehouse and that's where we housed all of our group fitness classes other than spin and pole and they were teaching a core class at that time around noon and the um, roof started to snap and there was you know sheetrock coming down and and our instructor um, who was so awesome and handled this perfectly was like you know called me right away and got everybody evacuated Mm -hmm. um but within an hour the whole roof had collapsed Mm. um and it i was it was the first time that me and my family had kind of like gone on a little mini vacation to seward to take our kids to the the wildlife center and so i don't have service so it just so happened though she called right when i had a bar and she told me of the roof is collapsing at your Fairbanks location. So I go right into yeah. problem solve mode, <laughs> stay calm. I'm like, Sean, stop the car. Let's just pull off to the side of the, the road and um, called all the right people. And then I called Stephanie right away and said, hey, you know, the news, you got to get to the studio and take care of <laughs> yeah. this big huge Facebook thing that's live going stream. on. Thanks yeah. a lot. We're really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, but the. I think the biggest lesson that I got out of it is that um, when things like that happen, you just got to grind. I mean, you got to, first of all, I was just happy nobody was hurt. You can, you can material things like it it ain't no thing to me. Like that doesn't matter. Um, What mattered to me is that everybody's safe. We're okay. Um, Once we got into that mode, I, like I said, I make a decision and I just do it. Mm I started calling everybody I knew with commercial space because I was so nervous for our clients. I, I wasn't worried about the business. Yeah. Let me say that. Like I wasn't even really, I didn't really care about that. I was thinking, Oh my gosh, what are our clients going to do? They come to F and H every day. Yeah. And so I need to figure something out. So I got on the phone and I started having them Facebook me, um, live or, uh, what do you call it? FaceTime, uh, FaceTime yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And I started them have, uh, just go and look at all these spaces. And so within, uh, two days I had a space secured and then within um, three, it was a Thursday that it collapsed. And with a Monday morning at five thirty AM, we taught. <laughs> so wow. the community came yeah. and we, we had 50, hundred people yeah. pulling bikes, free weights yeah. out of the wreckage, uh, cleaning weights, uh, pulling flooring from that from the wreckage because listen we had to do this all out of pocket yeah. we it, it, we had to figure something out very low cost sure. um and thankfully our bikes hadn't got smashed so yeah, we could still have spin amazing. class yeah. you know and wow. so okay so we will make shift other classes like we'll figure it out we can give anybody a great workout you know so um monday morning uh, myself stephanie and my husband slept for a half hour <laughs> on the floor and got up and taught that morning and it we did it you know um no mirrors we didn't have yeah i mean (laughs) we we just did did it we did without but this is the thing i started with five bikes and no mirrors and a little boom box to me that ain't it ain't no thing like you know it is what it is people are going to come because not because the equipment you have or the great space you have they come because they believe in what you're doing want to be a part of it 
So, um, the community on that one, I still get a little emotional when I talk Mm -hmm. about it because it was really cool experience to have people just flock around you and just, yeah, yeah. I don't, we couldn't have done it by ourselves. I mean, we couldn't have opened in three, four days without, we had our clients, all the people pulling bikes. We had class. No, no, no. Wait, we forgot this. We had class that night. We did. In North Pole. Oh, right. We so moved the bikes location. there. We moved, yeah. the bu- we moved yeah. all the bikes to one location. We so had 50 bikes in North Pole. Yeah. We had class that night because I truly believe in consistency, mm-hmm. consistency compounds. And for people on a workout routine, yeah. you give them one excuse to yep. quit and they are done. And yes, I know I, that. Yeah. I've been in this I for so that. long. I know that's so I'm like, true. <laughs> we're not going to give them an excuse to give up yeah. on their, their life yeah. and their health and their fitness. I'm not going to get... Get the bikes, put them in North Pole. Like, we problem solve. Yeah. And so, anyways, the experience was so growing. Yeah. And I learned so much from it. And I think our team learned so oh, much yeah. from it. And it just shows me that, man, people are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like one of those situations that you would never choose. And no. yet, it shapes you and sort of, like, galvanizes you in a yeah. way that yeah. if you hadn't, like, what a, what a gift would have been taken if you hadn't had that experience, but right? It right. changes know, you moving forward. One of the funniest yeah. things about that experience for me is this. Like, I never once doubted or was afraid that we weren't going to be able to teach class or that we were, like, some people would be like, oh, my gosh. Like, what are we, like, it would be yeah. devastating. Like, but... I have so much faith in Tina and our team that I know that together we're unstoppable. So I never once thought to myself like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, holy cow. And for some people that that's it, right? They would think, oh, this is it. I'm done for like, but no, I never once thought that it was just like, what do we do? When I got the phone call, I had tears for about 10 seconds. Sure. And it was because I've thought of, first of all, it was scary. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, people could have just died. Yeah. And that that was traumatic. Um, and our trainers were pretty upset because one of my trainers had her daughter in the building. And mm-hmm. so it was a very traumatic situation. And then I also thought of all the hours and hard work we put into the space. Sure. And I think that there was a loss there, yeah. a feeling of like, oh my gosh, you know, we, gotta, we have to build another studio. And that was so much work. Yeah. But... Um, I give myself a little bit of time to mourn and mm-hmm. then it's time to hustle. Yeah. 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 You got to. And that's turn what that we switch. did. Yeah. We did sleep there that night. Yeah. For 30 minutes. Ooh. We were putting in floor. We didn't know if we were going to get the last of the floor in. Yeah. But we did. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it definitely seems to, uh, uh, the, everything you talk about seems to have been walked out we in walk- a moment like that. Right. Walked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We walk it like we tuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I I can, la, la, yesterday, I'll just give you a little story from my life. Hit it. Uh, I, I had to move like some hundreds of pounds of gravel mm-hmm. with a shovel. And yep. it was terrible. Yep. Today, I hate everything about my body because <laughs> my body it hates hurts. me today. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot sore. of hunching over. And, yep. Yes. Um, but I can come in and do my job no problem. Right. Right. How do you guys cope with what seems inevitable to me, maybe I'm wrong, but that people who use their bodies all the time for work, that yeah. you're going to have an injury sometime. You're yeah. going to have something that journey. goes wrong. It's been a journey. How do, you, how do you deal with that when that is fundamentally your job? Well, um, you learn as you go. And I think the first year of FNH, I was working, I don't know, probably 80-hour weeks. I really don't know. All yeah. from 
early in the morning till late, late at night, either on my phone, building the business, whatever that was. And so it's not even just the physical. It's for us. um, I would say the physical is a big part for me. It's more of the emotional when you're teaching a class or you're motivating somebody. um, It's emotionally probably more draining. And this is another lesson from going to Anchorage and building an entire studio by myself because Mm -hmm. I'm, was the only instructor and trainer there for over a year. So I taught every class uh, twice a day. And so when you're pushing all your energy out, um, it can be very emotionally and physically draining. And I did, I have suffered with uh, adrenal fatigue and it's something that people need to talk about more. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, adrenal fatigue just makes you feel really tired all the time, gives Mm -hmm. you anxiety. You know, I couldn't go into Fred Myers because I'm like, Oh my gosh. So much anxiety. Yeah. Right. And I'm an introvert to put this, you know, all into perspective. Um, and when you're doing this business, it's, you're all in and you're pushing everything to everybody. So I think what I've learned is that number one, you need self care. And so I started getting regular massage Mm -hmm. and I started teaching off the bike because if you teach two spin classes on the bike, that's how I got adrenal fatigue in the first place. Mm-hmm. I was doing that when we first opened. I was teaching our classes back to back. Yeah. Nobody should be doing that. Yeah. That's not healthy. Sure. Right. But at that time, I didn't really understand the balance yeah. um, between working and self-care because I was going to give everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie and I have both lost our voice to the point where I me? probably have done <laughs> serious damage. <laughs> yeah. um, and so teaching our instructors, so learning that and now trying to lead and teach our instructors how to stay healthy in this business, yeah. because you're right. Um, not only are you physically exhausted, um, but emotionally and mentally exhausted. So you have to take care of yourself. You have to drink water. You have to eat (laughs) properly. Um, so many times I just be on the go and I worry about everybody else, but if I'm not healthy, then there is no F and H, right? So I have to keep myself healthy. So I've really had to step back and figure out what that balance is going to be. Now, the hard part is I get myself out of it and I get myself really healthy and then I'm ready to go again. Yeah, now you and feel then, like I can do anything. And then I <laughs> go. get myself right back into that yeah. situation. So I think it's going to be a constant shift sure. and balance for us, especially in this business, um, because we have to stay healthy for our kids, our husbands, our clients. Yeah. And so how do we do that? You know, self-care. I agree. For me, like my voice, you know, obviously like has, you know, gone down. It's just finding a, finding a balance um, in it. And then another thing for me the physical, you know, it's, it's, that's one thing, you know, and again, she's right, you know, making sure we're eating adequately, you know, for me, it's like, we pour so much into our clients and then where's my time, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's, it is demanding. Like I got to get up there and I got to get this done. You know what I mean? And I'm motivating 52 people at one time. Um, but also mental strength for me, it has been in this position. Um, you know, um, we put it all out there. You know what I mean? We really do like to motivate others. It's more than fitness. I I said that. And so being authentic is, is kind of hard sometimes because then you put yourself out there and you open yourself for judgment. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for me, it was the learning how to protect myself and my energy more because I am definitely like that. It's, it's about energy for me. If I get sad or if I get emotional, my husband was just deployed for six months And I, as soon as he got home, I have, I was sick for three weeks cause my body just was like, okay, I can let go now. Yeah, Anything emotionally, it'll just kind of take me down. And so 
for me, it's learning, um, the mental strength it takes for your body, um, to just kind of like, you know, protect yourself, um, not just physically, but mentally, like putting yourself out there and then, and then learning not to people please, or to just, you know, things like that have been monumental for me personally. We, and you know, you can push through a lot, but, um, you've got to learn how to protect yourself mentally and physically. Yeah. So when I, when I'm writing or doing videos or whatever, and it's like, you're trying to like motivate, help people do yeah. their best work. Right. Uh, I, I can't do it when I'm arguing with my wife. Oh, no. like if, if yeah. we're like frustrated with each other, yeah. it's like, I, I got anything to say to nobody yeah. right now. Like, <laughs> and yeah. so, yeah, it's amazing how having yourself uh, straight. Yes. You um, have to have your, it's you so got to have your, especially like when, like, you know what you're doing too. It's awesome. By the way, PS, like, thanks Fairbanks. Like all those thank you cards. I get them. Good. I love them. Good, good, good. I love what you're doing. And so what's awesome is that shows authenticity, right? Because if you're not in a good place, how can you motivate? Yeah. yeah. How can you teach others to be grateful if you're not grateful? And I've learned that we, me and Tina were just talking about, she started talking. We have, we had a mastermind group a while ago and it was awesome. Tina invent, uh, invited me to this mastermind group, right? Where we got together with a couple of awesome women and we just came up with great ideas that would help her so-and-so's business or how, how would it help you grow here? And there, Tina came up with this thing and I, and I loved it. Top shelf human being. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she started talking about that and we were just talking about how we've through her coming up with that, we've implemented that into other people's lives. And so, but being, a, you know, talking about being a top shelf person, I've had to learn how to become one yeah. too. Yeah. Cause we would have, we, I mean, I'll never forget it. We had this, uh, we had this workshop member and it was like, first love yourself workshop. And she asked us, there was elevator people or no balcony people. And there was basement people who is in your life that brings you to the basement, mm -hmm. brings you down or who elevates you up. And we had to list it right for me. I couldn't, I was like so anxious. Like everybody was writing and I was just like, and it came to me and I said, the only thing I could think of was where I was. Yeah. Where was I in there? you know, place. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's always making sure that you're authentic to yourself and, you know, making sure that you're coming from that place of honesty. And then it's just going to like naturally happen, you know? Yeah. I, I'm, I'll, I could use this. So wh what, 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 what's one piece of advice if you had to give one to somebody who wants to improve their health? I'll let you interpret that however you want. But okay. what, what would you say if somebody said, I need one thing to start with? Get real with yourself. Be realistic. So um, I think for people to really have long lasting change, uh, sit back and really be real. People always make excuses for the reasons why they are the way they are. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So if, good you at wanna, rationalizing. if you want to yeah. lose weight or if you want to do whatever, um, get real about it. Really look at it and say, wow, I've really let myself go. You know, I really need to change this. That's how everything that I've implemented, like I've had to just be like, I don't, I take ownership. Mm -hmm. You have to take ownership of how you got there. Number one, if one thing you could do first, take ownership of how you got there. Mm -hmm. That's it. Take ownership. People don't want to do that. No. Because that actually means that I did something wrong <laughs> yeah. and we always have to be right. Yeah. But if you really want to grow, 
take ownership of how you got there because then when you get real with yourself, then you can actually make a decision to change it. Yeah. But if you're not willing to go there, then it will be surface change. Sure. It won't be real change. And what we're looking for in life, hopefully all of us are, is real long lasting change. So I just say get real and then start writing. Write everything you okay. want down. I, I really believe that. That's yeah. like three things. But I could just keep going about how to <laughs> take you through that. It's but good. number one, it's good. get real. Get real. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's play one more quick game. Ooh, I like okay. games. This, ga- this game is called Which One of You? Okay. I'm going to give you uh, a prompt, and you have to decide which one of you it applies to most. Ooh, okay. okay. <clears throat> cool. All right. Yeah. Which one of you is more attached to their phone? <laughs> 100 percent so me easy. like Stephanie. that is listen, that sounds right that's why i that hired her right. yeah i literally have this darn thing <laughs> on me at all times okay which one of you is more likely to embarrass their kids in public tina oh i am i definitely love <laughs> oh my god i love a hundred <laughs> even though yeah. i mean like we both have fun yeah. but tina is I'm pretty like, open open i love it i'm okay. pretty open yep. yeah which one of you is more likely to forget why they walked into a room both both <laughs> if i don't have a reminder uh, i feel like both of us uh, i couldn't say i think we both do that a lot but i feel like you you know a lot you're, you're a lot so, more like you're like stephanie this is our i'm a lot more like ooh, look at that squirrel you're okay, more like you're true yeah so yeah. i'd say okay me. so now that she said that yeah, you're like yes right. get on track. i'm pretty pretty focused yeah, yeah. i yeah. get up from my desk all the time and walk yeah. out there and someone says something to me while i walk yeah. out there yep and then i'm looking around like what, what am yeah. i doing out here i, I think we both do it but you're right i 100. think i'm probably a little more you keep us on track on yeah yeah uh which one of you is more likely to get unreasonably excited about a new playlist. Oh, God. Both God. of us. That's Are you hard. kidding me? <laughs> I think we both do. Listen, I will dance tells, in my room and She tells midnight. people more about it. Like, I'm more mm-hmm. internal. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, like, put it out there as much. But I don't know. I think we get pretty fired. We get pretty <laughs> pumped. Listen, music is the key to my soul. I am a dancer. I'm the same way. So, like, if I, listen, everybody knows. Like, if I say this is my new jam or if Tina says it, we're, you know it's going down. Music is my favorite thing in the whole world. So I think like, she's probably uh, more expressive yeah. about that. Like I'm kind of a little bit more. She's a low key G. Little. I'm kind of low key G. Yeah, low you're key high G. key G. I'm high key. <laughs> I just can't stop talking. I'm like, oh my god. Did you hear this new song? Which one of you is more likely to say yes to too many things? Both. Um, but I've. I would say Stephanie probably yeah. now because I've really made that a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't think I'd physically still be alive if I was still yeah. doing everything. That spread real thin. I, yeah, I spread myself really, really thin. But I, from that, I've been in the business a lot longer than her. Yeah. So she still has to learn those lessons. Yeah, I say yes too much. I do. Okay. Yeah. Which I'll one take of, that one. Which one of you is more impatient? <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah, I think I'm pretty darn impatient. I'm really impatient you, too. But, but I think I'm like... Richter but we scale. were just having a conversation in the car. She's like, off, I am the Richter. off the Richter. <laughs> She's off the Richter. We were talking about Ooh. it today. But again, I think this comes with, um, I've just been in the business so much longer. Mm. So I think it just comes with experience. I think if you talked to me and asked me five years ago, mm-hmm. I would say that. But I think just being on this journey for so long and, and you know, being in personal training for so long, I think I've just... I understand how it works a little bit more and she's still coming into, she's really new in this yeah. type of uh, 
industry. And so I think that's probably why, yeah. but I think give her three more and she'll be more low key. I'm all right now. A little more calm. We yeah. need to do this right Immediately. now. Like, I mean, we're putting it done. Let's do it. But today. I have to say, I think that's why we're so good yeah. the, together though too. Cause we yeah. both, uh, we both we say it. We act. we, we act right yeah. away. There is no, Oh, well we should do this. No, we want a virtual. We, we want to do it. Okay. Nap. Today it's it. happening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what advice would you give to somebody starting their own thing? Ooh, their own Tina, business. Take it. Their own business, their own nonprofit, yeah. their own club. Okay. Whatever. They well, gotta... number one, I think for most people, unless you're like a true entrepreneur and true entrepreneurs don't really have a lot of purpose and passion about the business. They just more are an entrepreneur and love business and want to make money. But if you're looking at wanting to like do your own thing and yeah. really keep going long lasting, um, on that timeline of long lasting, right? Not just like do it for a little bit and give up. And then you have to, it has to be a passion and a purpose behind it. Your why has to be stronger than, um, sleepless nights. Yeah. Yeah. Sleepless nights, roadblocks, any roadblock that can come in because I could have told you I would have quit if I didn't really, really love what I do and really have passion for what I do. I could have quit 50 million times now. Mm -hmm. So if you want to start something, first of all, find something that you love and that you will be ride or die for and that your purpose and passion is so much bigger than you that it's not about me. It's not about any of that. What it's about is about the vision Mm -hmm. of what I want to give other people and how I want to serve other people. Um, And then, like I said earlier, hire the right people. Yeah. Have the right people around you. Your vibe is your tribe. And I, I truly believe that. And that's been one of my biggest journeys is the right people and, and how to learn how to do that. Yeah. And that comes with experience. And you can listen to every podcast you want. But until you actually go through it, mm-hmm. you don't really know how to do that. And we're still learning how to create the best team and build the best team. Yeah. Because ultimately, I don't want to do this by myself. I never got into this business for me, I got, I want, I love teams. I'm an athlete. I'm part of team sports. That's what I love. So I want the strongest team around me. Mm-hmm. That's what is exciting to me. Yeah. Right. And then I want to help them learn how to build this business and get to the next level and live their dream of doing what they love. Um, so get the right people around you, um, find balance at some point. Uh, I'm not going to lie. You want to go into business. People think, Oh, I'm going to go into business and have nights off <laughs> and oh, I'm going to, Okay, girlfriend, try it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're if you really love what you do, it's got to be almost an obsession. Mm-hmm. If it's not, it's not going to work. Or or it might work a little bit, but what do you really want? Yeah. I'm trying what to reach you... millions sure. here. So I have got to be all in. Yeah. Uh most of the time, right? So um just find something that really turns you on and gets you super fired up. That's all I can say um and that's the only way that true success, because true success to me is living your passion and your purpose. That is what makes me happy. Um, and then obviously taking my family along for the ride. So, Well, thank you. Thank you both for all you do. Um, you definitely are making a difference in the lives of people in Fairbanks and North Thanks. Pole and Anchorage all over the place now. We ain't so done yet. I appreciate it. And your energy is infectious. Oh, thank you thanks. so much. And you listen, y'all. I'm telling you this, you listeners. You're crushing. I love it. I love everything you're doing. The leadership stuff, the thanks Fairbanks, your podcast, your posts you send out with the positive uh, messaging. Oh, I love it. So like 
that's why I was so amped up when you asked us to come and talk to you because like that's one thing that Tina and I talk about all the time is collaborating with other people that are doing great things and so right back at you cool well thank you thank you so much peace out homies thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the spark our weekly email for people who want to do their very best work all the details are at datelinedigital.com forward slash spark